Welcome to The Clinical Entrepreneur, a business podcast that's dedicated to healthcare practitioners just like you who are hustling every day to build a business and a life you're proud of. Join me, Rhonda Nelson, as I share my own experiences and extract actionable advice from industry experts about what it takes to build and scale a profitable wellness practice. Hello, friend. Welcome back to the podcast this week. I'm Rhonda Nelson, and I've got an awesome interview to share with you today. I recently was contacted by one of my students in the Business Coaching Collaborative from about a year ago, and her name is Andra Hall. She is a PA and works in West Texas. And she, out of her own passion, kind of, we were talking inside BCC about, you know, coming, finding your niche, identifying your niche based on your passion. And she had recently gone to some conferences and she's obviously as a PA, she's very well-trained, well-educated, but she came to this place where she was seeing so many children and then adults in her practice that had been legitimately vaccine injured and they were being overlooked largely by the medical um, side of things. And But yet they really had these sincere, true medical reactions to these jabs or vaccines. And uh, she just kind of pivoted and said, I really want to create something that where I can help these vaccine injured patients. So yes, it's controversial. We had lots of conversation inside the BCC cohort amongst us. There's about, you know, eight or 10 of us in there. And we had a lot of conversation with her around this about, you know, fear and afraid of, of kind of speaking out or doing her thing. And so I knew she was kind of working on it behind the scenes. And I was so excited a month or so ago when she sent me a private message in Voxer and she said, oh my gosh, I am I did it. I'm ready and I've got this all figured out and I could not wait to get her on the podcast. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Andra Hall about her genesis into dealing with these vaccine injured patients and then her philosophy, which is, I think you will find this incredibly life-giving, and it'll give you a breath of fresh air, I think, in the way that you think about working with patients. So here we go. Let's listen in to my interview with Andra Hall. Well, welcome to the podcast, my dear friend, Andra Hall. How are you? I'm so glad you're here. I'm good, Rhonda. Thank you so much for hosting me today. So uh, I mentioned earlier in the intro that um, how we met each other, but I do have to say this, that I have, uh, your, your name is a N D R a and it's Andra, not Andra. And so I, for the life of me, how long did it take me to get it right? (laughs) Forever. But I, but I got it now. I did. I got it. I got it. So, um, I love the topic that we are about to talk about today. Probably going to make a little, you know, like maybe a few little feathers ruffled or a hair on the neck. And that's okay. If this is not your bag, your style, you're welcome to find another podcast. Listen to another one. Don't listen to this one, whatever. But I think what Andrew's going to talk about today is so important with the patients that we are seeing right now. And that is this concept or conversation around vaccines. And we know that we've had a long history, many, 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 many years of vaccines as we've always known them. And then more recently, we've had this vaccine quote that is really not really a vaccine. We all know that. 
But the patients don't know that they just call it a vaccine because that's what the media is calling it and all that kind of thing. So Andra, you told me when we were together inside the business coaching collaborative that you wanted your niche to be vaccine injury. Tell us, tell the listener why you became, you just got so passionate about that particular field. Like you could have chosen digestion, something super easy or menopause or something like that. No, no. You dive off into the deep end of the pool and say, I'm doing this. So what, what was that whole process like for you? Well, it, it, it evolved fairly quickly, honestly, but you know, in, in watching what was happening to children, I mean, I've, I've always had vaccine under children in the practice and that just angered me. And I started seeing that happening more and more often. And now I started seeing adults and seniors being injured and it was very alarming to me and deeply concerning. I mean, the rate at which I was seeing this was really concerning to me. And then I just started getting mad about it. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Because I started seeing that these lives were just shattered. over over what a vaccine or an immunization. And I would see these children and their hopes and dreams, you know, from their parents were just shattered because these kids were debilitated and hopes and dreams for marriages and retirement and and purpose and potential. And these people were just shattered. And I just had to get mad enough about it. And, you know, as a practitioner, as a healer, we think, you know, we feel kind of helpless. Yeah idea. Cause it's yep. like, well, where do you start with that? Right. And so I was just, I guess I just had to get good mad about the whole thing. And, <laughs> so, and then I, I, I literally just woke up one morning and I was like, Oh my gosh, I am making this way more complicated than it is. The body has this innate wisdom and wants to heal itself. So like, if I cut my so finger, true. I don't have to think like finger heal, finger heal. I don't have to right. think. Right. Right. It just I does just it. I put a bandaid on it and I move on down the road because I know right. that my body has this ability. And so I, it just, it just all made perfect sense to me. You know, you go in and you support the body where it needs to be supported so it can heal itself. So and talk I, about the analogy that we were, you know, chatting about off kind of off camera, but that was that, you know, you talk about where something might be blocked in the body mm-hmm. as it, as it, and, and this really, I mean, we're talking about vaccines, vaccine injury, mm-hmm. whether it's the quote, traditional vaccines or the newer, you know, DNA modifying mm-hmm. vaccines that are of a completely different magnitude, completely mm-hmm. different order. They act differently in the body, but mm-hmm. to, but, but for the, for the purposes of our conversation here, we're just going to collectively refer to that kind of as the vaccine, because that's what the, that's what the public knows. They don't, right. they don't often know the difference. Right. So that being said, talk about the analogy. I loved the analogy that you used about helping the body do what the body naturally does and how we can get out of the way. So how do you explain that? Well, so the body has this innate wisdom. And like I was talking about the, the illustration of cutting the finger. Yeah. We don't do anything. We don't put forth any effort if it's like a cut. Now, if we like almost sever our finger off, you know, then we have to intervene, right? We've got right. to suture the finger up. There might right. be physical therapy to yep. make tendons work again. We've got to make sure infection. And so, you know, there's based on the severity of the, you know, the injury, there's intervention that, that's needed. Yeah. But there's a, there's a wisdom to the body. It knows how to clean itself. 
And so, you know, a big part of this program is figuring out what's hosed up, you know, is it the gut? Are we not sweating? Right. Are we not warm enough. We have to have right. a body temperature that's high enough for all of our little enzymes to work. Right. That's right. Oh, that's so good. Up. So that right there is so good. Like even just looking at temperature, body temperature, we yeah. forget about that. Like what yeah. is the core body temperature? Do yeah. we have the right temperature to be able to allow these physiologic processes to work? And so yeah. when you say what's hosed up, like it's basically what's not moving through the hose. Yeah. Where's yeah. the crimp in the hose? Where's the kink? Yeah. Where is it bent? Yeah. Where is life not flowing? Yeah, exactly. And, and make it simple. I mean, the body will tell you exactly what's wrong. How do you know? So you get, let's say you get a vaccine injured person in and you're working with them. Uh, what, what, walk me through what that looks like for you. How, how does that process work for you? Because clearly I would think that not everyone is going to be a perfect candidate. Right. Um, so first of all, the, the people that I enjoy working with and have the most success with are people that, that understand what's happened. Yeah. The story is always the same. Like, you know, I was fine or my kid was fine. And then there was this, the administration of a substance into the body, a vaccine or immunization, foreign, foreign, foreign substance. substance. Yeah. And now all of a sudden life is not okay. There's something Uh, that's the story. And that's the, that's the hard part to get through because it hurts. You know, these stories are private and they're intimate. And these people are usually really frustrated because the idea and the, the, the reality of vaccine injury is not well received by the right. medicine community or even by friends or family, right? These people come in and they're, they're about half shy. And so I'm like, no, I, I already believe you you're here. Okay. Let me hear your story. And so listening to that story and, you know, immediately you just know, again, there's a wisdom. You just know that, oh my gosh, this, this is definitely a vaccine injury. And then it's like, okay, well, it sounds like, you know, we can, we can work to rehabilitate the body and get it clean, open these things up. So it will clean and eventually it'll heal. Once you get something clean, it'll heal itself. Right. It's so true. Think about like the dishes in your dishwasher, you know, when you put dishes in your dishwasher and they're all full of kind of crap, your dishes aren't going to come out very clean. The first thing we got to do is do a little bit of cleaning and then we can go in and finish the job off. And that's exactly what you're doing. So when you work with someone, give me an example of some of the things that you're doing to kind of get the hose unplugged, so to speak, get the life flowing back in the body, get the blockages out so that you can start to heal. The body can start to do its innate healing work to try and heal from the vaccine injury. Well, one of the first things is you got to stop putting poison into the body. No, preach it. It is critical. And I'll tell people, I cannot, I cannot fix you. If you keep eating at McDonald's, I'm sorry. I just can't. Yeah. So diet, what are you putting into the body and, and going in and looking at obvious sources of a toxicity? I mean, that's, that's easy, right? Um, So diet's a big part of that, you know, plastics and things like that. Some of those things you've got control over. Then there's, you know, the very strategic use of getting the body temperature up, like wear a sweater. Our little slogan is eat, sleep, breathe, wear a sweater. And those, you can address I, all of I remember yeah. when you said that, if, listen, okay. So we like all of us in the BCC group that she was in, when she said that, like the group just went silent Yeah, and we said, what? could you say that again? <laughs> One more time, come back with us. <laughs> so eat. So eating, that's that eating foods that are going to heal and seal the body. So we got to stop putting boys poisons in our body. 
eating foods that'll heal and seal sleep sleep gets into the healing side of things yeah because when your brain cleans itself but sleep is when your body heals itself so you know we've kind of got a cleaning phase and a healing phase right 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 breathing your lungs are your first fastest way to eliminate toxins out of the body and so the strategic use of breathing maybe even some oxygen therapies and stuff like that um so that that's in movement you know that gets into the cleansing body with yep. you know lymphatic flow and stuff like that and put something warm on your little feet are probably cold, you know, <laughs> so getting that body temperature up, getting people to sweat, whether that's through the use of far infrared saunas, uh, the strategic use of a good detox bath and just yep. a hot bath. Plus it just feels good for your brain. Right. Yep. Yep. And so, you know, those are just some easy, easy ways, making sure that you're going to the bathroom every day, making sure you're sweating coffee enemas. I guess not something you talk about at a party, but no. It's- big thing. So important. They're so important. And so we, we teach people, why should we be doing this and Mm -hmm. how to do them? And we give them resources on how to do those successfully and safely at home. So So, a couple of the ways that, that people can just do this at home without, you know, these grubby, huge interventions like, you know, molecular hydrogen and, you know, zeolite and all of these, these big guys that'll come in and support that. So first you get the hose unkinked, just like you said. Yep. Unkink the hose. And those four things are eat, sleep, breathe, and wear a sweater. Yes. Yep. We'd say yep. breathe and move, breathe and move. Yeah. I, I consider the, the breathing to include movement. Moving. So what I love about your approach is not only that it's very practical and, and we were talking about this off camera as well, how you know, when you and I were going back and forth and you were saying, you know, this is what I want to do. And this, it was, it, you had gone to a conference and you came back and you had all this great information. Mm-hmm. You were like, okay, this is how we're going to do it. And we're going to do this yeah. and we're going to do this and we're going to do this. And it was such a struggle. Like it just it felt, it was a struggle for you. Like it was, it was, uh, your heart, your passion was there, but it was like, it got all tingled up. It was mm-hmm. like a, a knotted ball of yarn. And so yeah. You just said earlier, but you, you kind of had a, a wake up aha moment in the morning and you woke up. Mm-hmm. What was the realization? Well, the realization was that we were overthinking things. Yeah. Now, and the, the body has this phenomenal wisdom. And I mean, can we go in and just, and, and alter the Krebs cycle? Can we fix one? No. You know what I mean? I mean, we're, we're not right. we're smart. We're we can gonna, give the nutrients and wisdom. let the body do it, but we yes. can't yes. just give the body a couple of resources or in some cases, a lot of resources maybe, and let the body's wisdom. Yes. Take so I, so I kind of took my, my desire to, you know, want to test and do all these fun science healing things. Yeah. You know, that, that we do as scientists and healers, you know, right. Right. And took that out, took the, took the, my knowledge out of the picture, put the innate wisdom of the body first, and then came in behind that and supported. I love that. So I, I just switched the order of oh. things and let the body tell us what it needs. And then we support it. And then the body will tell us what it needs now. And we'll support that. I, I mean, like, I think that that's like a mic drop moment right there. Just yeah. so I think it's such an yeah. important message for us to understand, no matter whether you're dealing with vaccine yeah. injuries or you're dealing with people that are constipated, or you're dealing with hormone mm-hmm. issues or whatever. The whole concept is 
Just give the body what it needs, respect that innate ability to heal and just support it. Sleep, eat, breathe, warm up, you know, get some exercise. And then what about, let's talk a little bit about mental health. Part of it. Yeah. You know, a lot of the times, you know, we've kind of got two different things going on. If we have a vaccine injured child, you know, a lot of times these kids are just reacting, you know, they know right. they're COVID, but they're reacting and it's the parents that are exhausted. Yeah. They come in and they're frustrated. And so, you know, we do spend a lot of time talking with mom and dad and, and the family unit. So it's a family project. Yeah. No and saying, you know, first of all, yeah, there's hope. You just need to dig into it a little bit longer, mom and dad to push through and, and then your kids can start feeling better. So there's a light at the end of the tunnel. So we, we kind of work on the, the mental side of things a little bit different. When we have a vaccine injured adult in the practice, they are usually mad as a wet hand. Yep. Yep. <laughs> they're, they're, they, they're frustrated with their decision and they're mad and they're, and then they're afraid. Is this going to be like this forever? You know, I, I had these, I had these plans and so I'm like, yeah, you know what? My, I want to be, I want to be on the front row seat of watching you get those plans back. So, you know, hope deferred makes the heart sick. Oh, doesn't it? But it's so true. When it comes to us, it is like a tree of life. And I, I love that, that little proverb there. And so that's what this is just saying, yeah, you don't have to be like this forever. It's going to take some hard work and we'll just, we'll just get you out of this hole. And yeah. so that by itself with adults is like, really? Like and I, I love that you are, you're really involving when you've got kids and it's true. You really do yeah. have to involve the whole family. If just mom's on board and dad's not on board, never going to yeah. work because yeah. the kid's going to be getting McDonald's on the weekends. Or if you have a split household, you know, yeah. a mom and a dad, not everybody's yeah. on the same page, but you know, it is true that that, that psychological component, sometimes yeah. I think patients yeah. are so they may have been uh, vaccine injured 15 years ago. Yeah. Well, that means that the crap the blockages in the hose, as we're using that example, there Mm -hmm. may be multiple points where the Mm -hmm. hose is crimped up Mm -hmm. and the flow Mm -hmm. of the nutrients and the body's ability to Mm -hmm. eliminate through breath or movement or sweating or pooping or whatever, that that's all jacked up, so -hmm. to speak, that's Mm going to take a little bit more time. But I think on the psychological side, very often the patients are, they, they may be either unwilling to believe that -hmm. it can be different. So we have to manage that. And then the second thing is they sometimes are just unwilling to be well. Sure. And how do you, how do you address that? How do you flush that out when you're working, especially with adults, not so much with kids, but with adults? Well, that's a, that's a tricky one. I, and I guess I, I don't handle that situation any different than I do with my typical patients. I've, I've had a functional integrative medicine practice for a number of years now. And, you know, functional integrated medicine is like the last stop for people. I wish it was the first stop, but it's always the last. So most of the time when people come here, they're like, whatever, I'm just frustrated. And I don't know if life is going to get better. Right. That mentality is already in a lot of people who have been chronically ill. And so my question is, okay, well, what is your motivation to get better? What would, what would you do? Question. If yep. You felt good again. Right. You got, they're like, well, you know, I'd like to, you know, do some, and it's a small thing. You know, I can't even think of an example of him, but you know, I might want to go to my son's like baseball game or something. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not big enough. Yeah. If they say, well, you know, I want to live to see my, my son graduate from, you know, or play in the major leagues. Now that's something else. Right. Mm -hmm. So we have to dig in there first and figure out what is their motivation. 
because they've already felt crummy for a really long time. And here I'm going to say, yeah, you're probably going to feel a little bit more crummy for a season for a little while. Yeah. And so understand that's with purpose. And so they're like, I already don't feel good, you know? So understanding, okay, that's when you have to get the big motivation in mind and you need to put it on your refrigerator and on your mirror and you need to pick pictures of it and have it always before you so that you know why you're enduring these days where you don't feel super great. Right. What that motivation is become less and less and you're Mm -hmm. getting more and more. And so that's where I start with, with these folks. And so sometimes that's our whole conversation is trying to figure out what our motivation is. What's underneath it. Sometimes that's our first homework. And it's like that. I think in every area of life, you know, sometimes just getting up and going to work in the morning, like when you don't have passion and you don't have purpose about what you do, you think, well, screw this. I'm just going to either stay in bed or eat donuts or, you know, whatever we're we're human. And that, that, that part of our, our, our emotional brain tends to be just, we're so dang wishy-washy all the time. (laughs) But when we can find that thing that we anchor to, like, This is why I do what I do. This is why I'm going to do a coffee enema is because I'm determined at the outcome. But I think more importantly is that they have to believe that you know what you're doing. Yes. They have to believe in you. You and I have a job to communicate and convey that hope to them. Because again, hope deferred makes the heart sick, right? When they don't have that hope that they're ever Mm going to get better, it's always going to be like this. It's the, I call it the Eeyore syndrome. Sure. And they just get Eeyore on you. You know, they just all the time. They have to believe that you know how to get them better. So what kind of timeline do you typically look at when you're working with these vaccine injured? Let's start with children. What do you think about with a timeline? And is there a second part of that question? Is there a distinct difference between the old vaccine and the new vaccine? We'll language it that way. Sure. So let me answer that in a little bit of a different way in that the sooner I can get my hands on somebody that has been injured, the, the, the closer in, in relation to the, the better that I can get my hands yep. on them, yep. the more successful they'll be. Yeah. Again, if we've been 15 yep. years, into it, we've got hormone dysfunction, we've got neurological, I mean, it's, we've got a lot to work with. And so those people might be better in the wellness side of our practice, because we got a lot to work on. So, um, but if it looks like, you know, a fairly clear cut uh, vaccine injury issue, I I say, we're going to work super hard on this for three months. And times that is sufficient to get somebody out of the hole, where they can stand on their own two feet, And then we can make a decision of, okay, do we go forward and look at what, what predisposed you to this injury to begin with? Or, you know, maybe we need another month or two of really aggressive intervention to get you where you want. So, um, but I'm finding if, if, if we have a good level of commitment from our patient and everybody's on board, the family's on board and and I'm talking about adult families too. Right. Right. Everybody. Everybody's on board. We're ready to do this. They're following nutrition. They're following what we're doing. And uh, it's a good, it's a good three months. It's an intense three months. There's a lot of projects. This is your project for three yeah. months. Yeah. Um, then you know what? We can make phenomenal strides in that in 90 days. It's it's impressive how much and do you find it do you find a difference then between like kids that come in with, you know, damage from just the DTAP or 
you know, a, a vaccine, like all the vaccine that they're giving them now and all the high, you know, adjuvants and mercury, and we can, oh, yeah. you know, go down that rabbit hole, which is a disaster. Or, or do you find a difference between those types of injuries? Or are you seeing more that have to do with the new, you know, injuries from all the crap that they're adding to the new quote vaccine yeah. with the spike protein and all of that? Are you seeing a difference or do you feel like the impact on the body is the same? You know, I think, I think the impact on the body is largely the same because almost regardless of what type of vaccine or immunization has been introduced, there's almost always a neurological component. Yeah. Most yep. always. Yeah. So whether that's, you know, we, we always think about neurological as being exclusively in brain. So, you know, you do see these dementia like brain fogs and perception issues. I mean, you see all these horrific things like that, but yeah. like neurogenic bladder. Yes. That, Yes. Cauda equina type syndrome. Oh my gosh. That's a new one, you know, that started recently in a patient uh, or or that came to me. Wow. Like that's a neurological issue, right? It totally is. You know, they've been ruled out for all the back issues and back trauma and all the stuff that you typically work up for cauda equina. So there's always a neurological component. And then you'll find these other little things, cardiac, blood clotting, right. You know, chronic diarrhea or whatever it is. So at, at face value is what's happened is something has been introduced into the body that the body cannot get rid of fast enough. And it winds up causing some damage. Kinks the hose. It kinks the hose. Yeah. yeah. Kinks the hose. So let's talk a little bit about the, cause what the, you know, everybody's talking about is a spike protein, right? Yeah. And the yeah. spike protein and all the things, whether there's graphene and all this and that and Paris, mm-hmm. like there's so many people who have looked at these vaccines and they're saying they have this and they have this. And, and I don't dispute what they found because these are real, true scientists, real, mm-hmm. true people who have looked under the microscope. They've right. seen it. They know it's their area of expertise. Mm-hmm. It seems that some of the newer vaccines have some of these components and some of them mm-hmm. don't, and they probably have mixed them up some. So to lump everybody into the same category to say, Every person who's had a vaccine is going to always have these symptoms. We can see clinically that that's not the case. And I think in part, that's because of the natural variation in the vaccine by manufacturer, et cetera. But when it comes to the spike protein, we know for a fact that that is indeed causing huge problems, problems with the immune system. We know that there's problems with clotting. We know the impact that it's having in the lungs with the ACE receptors, blah, blah, blah. What are you, what is your recommendation and how are you addressing those concerns for someone who is awake to the fact that this is a thing? So the spike protein, first of all, it is a real thing and protein is designed to be trans transmittable and transferable to other people. So, you know, even if you are not vaccinated with this new vaccine that's out, um, you know, but somebody close to you is, you know, you can still be strongly influenced by the spike protein shed. So it's a very real thing. I have experienced this myself um, from, from exposure to somebody. I a hundred percent. It's a real thing. So you don't have to convince me. It's a real thing. Yep. Um, Now I have, I mean, the Lord is just so good. Um, I have, I stumbled onto an herbal blend that protects the cell membrane from that spike protein adherence. Ooh. Spike protein is kind of unique. It almost has like a clamping action. Yeah. 
as opposed to just kind of a spike action, like most of your spike proteins. That's how they got their name, right? And so this one's kind of unique. It has kind of a clamping action on the cell membrane. And so that's where the problem lies is in that clamping. And it has this, this horrific effect on the cell membranes and receptors and all sorts of um, but that herbal blend, um, I'm gonna it, write it down. It, yeah, Go. is uh, is proving to protect that cell membrane, and it's a it's a blend uh, that Dr. Schallenberger crafted. Um, and uh, I don't remember what's in it offhand. I didn't know we were talking about, it, so I don't have a bottle with it, a bottle handy with it. Um, but it's got four different um, herbs in it. Now, I, I do believe I, I trust the doctor that crafted it. He's quite brilliant, and I follow a lot of his work, so I, I do trust him and his science. Um, but also I, I know what happens to me when I'm exposed to, you know, as a, vac a vaccinated individual and what, and with that effect of that spike protein. Yep. So since I've started that, I have not had that issue at all, regardless of exposure, which is encouraging. Yeah. Um, very encouraging. That's right. Cause I didn't feel good. Right. Right. Uh, but I do, I do think that there's something to it. Um, I've got lots of patients that, you know, are, are living with you know, a spouse um, or a family member that has uh, been vaccinated and they were getting really, really sick and it was, you know, let's get them on this product yep. and they're feeling better. So, so I, I definitely think that it does help prevent that attachment uh, to the cell membrane. Now it's not going to pry off. Okay. So again, Despite, two, yeah. we've got a, a prevention of that adherence, but then we've also got a situation of, you know, well, we can't just pry that off. Okay. And so in some cases, we've got to wait for that cell to turn over. And then of course that spike protein, it's going to go and want to clamp on somewhere else. Right. Right. So that's where the product comes in and prevents a reattachment phenomena somewhere else in the body. So it's, it's a process. It's not like I'm going to give this to you and all of a sudden all your spike proteins are going to be gone. Right. Right. But you're, you're basically doing it preventatively, so to speak, yeah. so yeah. that it's preventing those uh, yeah. spike proteins from adhering somewhere else. Now, yes. we also talked a little bit earlier about off camera, but we talked about how we, you know, is there a way to protect from the genetic damage, the damage to the mm -hmm. DNA inside the cell that's in what we believe, okay, our camp. We believe that this is an in by intention in the design of these newer vaccines. Yeah. So how do we, are, are you going in and modifying that DNA? And is there a solution for that that you know of? We, we talked about this, but I want yeah. you to talk about this for the listeners. Sure. So I, I would anticipate that somebody somewhere that's way smarter than me might figure out how to go in and actually, you know, get into the nucleus and reverse that damage. That that's not my bailiwick. Okay. My thought is, you know, that we've got this cell that has an abnormal genetic expression at this point, and there's fail safes in the body. We're back to that innate wisdom of the body. Exactly. Right? There's these yep. fail safe systems in the body where the body recognizes, Oh, that cell is not behaving correctly. That's right. sick or it's cancerous or it's whatever. And the body just goes in and destroys it. And so my, my thought is if we have a body and an immune system, there you go, that is rehabilitated to the point where it can actually recognize friend and foe, and it will go in and recognize these cells that are exhibiting a, an altered genetic expression. And the body will just, again, take care of that. And it's, yeah. that's my hope. But as far as I'm not going to go in and start monkeying with anybody's DNA or their genome. Yeah. Yeah. It's not my thing. Yep. I, and I love that because again, 
you're, you know, you, we come back around and it's back to, we respect and understand the innate ability of the body to want to heal. It does heal, but it wants to heal like the cut on the finger. And all we have to do is come in behind and say, okay, how do we support the immune system? What do we use? Echinacea, echinacea, beautiful herb to be able to support the immune system, whatever other nutrients, there's a lot of nutrients. The gut microbiome obviously is a huge part of the immune system. So there's multiple avenues, but nonetheless, we're, we're still back to this. We make it so complicated and there's so much science and you have to give this supplement and you have to do this and you have to do stand on your head and spit nickels and all the (laughs) things, you know, all the things. When really to your point, which is kind of where full circle where we started, which is we just have to make it simple. We remove the obstruction, allow that energy, the life, the flow of the body Mm -hmm. to move through the hose, so to speak, unobstructed, and then allow the, give it the nutrients that it needs and then Mm -hmm. allow the body to do the work and don't go in and try and monkey with things. And so for instance, like uh, we know that black cumin seed is really effective Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. helping to inhibit that clamping action of that spike protein Mm and much to that, maybe that same type of mechanism where it's not disattaching it, but it's preventing its adherence somewhere else down the lines, but as those cells degrade, but I love this like holistic, very holistic simplified approach for you in working with these vaccine injured, um, families. Is there, before we wrap up, is there anything else that you are like really burning, really wanting to, to share? Oh my gosh. Um, I guess I want people to know that there's hope. Yeah. That they're not stuck like this forever. Again, hope deferred makes the heart sick. And, um, I'm thrilled beyond measure that I have been given this opportunity to work with people in this capacity and, and watching hope be restored when they started having more good days and, and less bad days and watching that hope start to be restored in them just does my heart good, of course. Yes. But I would just say that there's hope. So when you, you know, when you meet these people out in, in your communities and the conversation comes up, cause these are very private. People don't go, Hey, I'm at a ball game. Hey, I'm vaccine injured. You know, these right. Are exactly. Conversations. Right. And they're usually very painful conversations. Yeah. Um, so, Hey, there's hope for this. You don't have to be like this forever. And so, yeah, it's what we do is very simple. I love that. I can take the science cause I am a nerd, you know, I just, I'm a nerd <laughs> <laughs> science and, and come in and support the body with science, you know, um, but I just love the simplicity of how things are and, and how the body just does what it's supposed to do. And, yeah. you know, for, a little push. for how many hundreds, thousands, who knows how many years, you know, there was never all this sophisticated science right. 100, 200, 500 years ago, but yet people knew how to heal. And yeah, the argument yeah. could be made that we're in a talk, more toxic environment and blah, blah, blah. Maybe maybe back then they were too, just a different kind of way, you know, Mm -hmm. in an abnormal environment, like Florida in the water. And, you know, maybe they didn't have that, but they had something else that was, you know, an abnormal thing for the body, but nonetheless Mm -hmm. understood and respected the body's innate wisdom. It's only when science has gotten involved that we've Mm -hmm. gotten it all messed up and wrong, I believe. So the more we can step back and 
use the nutrients that we love to use and use the right kind of support and then just get out of the way, step back, hands off. Let's just see what the body does with what we give it to do. So Andra, I have loved this conversation. I'm sure that people are going to definitely want to get in touch with you. So first Mm -hmm. I want to make sure that we, everybody knows that, um, Andra's a PA. And Mm -hmm. so that stands for physician's assistant. If you didn't know that. Mm -hmm. So she's a PA, she's licensed. Um, she can diagnose Mm -hmm. and prescribe. She can do all those things. She's a PA and, uh, she has not only really built a very thriving, successful wellness practice, but because of this passion that's been in her heart, she's just like lit up and trying to help these families that are vaccine injured. So if you're listening and you know someone who, or yourself, or you know someone who's been vaccine injured, I cannot recommend Andra enough. I've known her for a year or so now, since we were in a business coaching collaborative together and we get to know each other pretty well during that 10 week journey. So um, I would feel 1000% comfortable in referring, um, mm-hmm. someone to Andra to help. In fact, I was telling her off camera that just recently, my dad unbeknownst to the rest of the family, uh, decided that he wanted to get a vaccine and he had his reasons and, uh, I wasn't, but about six weeks later, and my mom had two huge blood clots in her legs and in her leg, one leg had a small one in the other one, never had that before in her whole life. And both of them came down with COVID and they had managed to avoid it the whole since 2020, never got it one time, but he got vaccinated. She got the blood clots. They both got COVID. So I'm like, I'm sending them to you because clearly they don't <laughs> listen to me. We need someone else to help the old folks over here. I understand this. You got that. So how can everyone get hold of you? So the best way is to go to our website. It's balsaminstitute.com, B-A-L-S-A-M institute.com. And up at the top, we've got our programs and just click on that. And the first program on the list there is vaccine adverse event recovery program and click on that. There's not huge, huge, huge amounts of information on the page because yeah. everybody is different. Every, every injury is totally different. So I'm not going to be like, oh, everybody's treated like this because it's right. totally different right. for everybody, okay? Right. Um, but scroll down the page a little bit. There's steps one, two, three, four. We've made it super easy for folks. Step one, you got to watch this little video. Step two, follow the instructions. Again, super, super easy. It opens up a dialogue with, with myself and our office here, and we get to know each other. Uh, before we both commit to, to this process. Um, Cause I want to make sure that I can help you. That's the other thing. Right. You know, right. I know that there's some people I can't help. Okay. Right. But I know a lot of people I can. So I want to have a dialogue with folks first and just make sure that, yeah, Hey, you know, me, you like me. I know you, I like you. I think we're going to work well together. Yeah. It's a very intimate. I mean, you're going to spend very, a lot of time with our nutritionist. And yep. so, so I got to get along. Right. Right. Um, so just follow the steps. It's super easy. One, two, three, four go to our website, balsaminstitute.com. Super easy. I, I will put the link in the show notes. And then would okay. you be so kind as to share with us the herbal formula that you mentioned? Um, and, I and I will put that in the show notes as well. Okay. So I'm sure people, otherwise they're, everybody's going to be like reaching out to you saying, right. what's the thing? What's the thing? What's the thing? What's yeah. the thing? So yeah. I'll put yeah. that in the show notes as well. <laughs> so we know what this, you know, great herbal formula is to help deal with these spike proteins. So Andra, thank you so much. It has been my absolute pleasure to have you on and to highlight what it is that you're doing and how you have 
really found your niche in these vaccine injuries and how much it lights you up. Like I saw what it, how much it lit you up and look at that smile on your face. Like you are like, yeah, baby, I'm in my zone. Yeah. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. I've loved having you on the show. Me too, Rhonda. Thank you so much. It's been welcome. Wow, that was so good. I love having these conversations with Andra Hall. She's just a rich base of knowledge as a PA. Her, you know, medical knowledge is so deep and she's so such a passionate practitioner. So I really do appreciate her so much. So if you'd like to get in touch with Andra, you can. All you have to do is go to her website to find out more, www.balsaminstitute.com. Balsam like balsam wood, B-A-L-S-A-M institute.com. So you can scroll and you'll see a little blurb, a little bit about vaccine injury. She's obviously very careful about what she's saying about that online. But if you have a patient or you yourself uh, know or suspect that you may have um, a vaccine injury of some kind, you have a patient that has had one, please send them to her. This is her wheelhouse. It's what she does. She loves working with these patients. So uh, balsaminstitute.com. And now, if the thing you've been waiting for is the secret sauce about what this amazing supplement is that she has recommended, I'm not going to share it here on the podcast. So if you do want to have that, which I would recommend, Um, You want to go to the show notes page, and then when you get there, you're definitely going to want to look for, uh, there's going to be a special link in the show notes. Click on that link, and it will pop up and open to a page that will give you the information that you need on how to find that specific herbal product that Andra mentioned that has worked so incredibly well to help people deal with uh, vaccine reactions and that kind of thing. So just to recap, this is episode number 98. So you want to make sure that you've got uh, some time. Go find those show notes for episode 98. Click on the link and then you'll get the information on how to get a hold of this supplement. We've already talked to them. We've cleared it with the company, and they're okay with us, you know, sending people their way. So there you go. And then finally, last thing I want to tell you is our 100th episode is coming up in just a couple of weeks, and we are doing a free giveaway for the 100th episode. All you have to do is rate, review, and then share that review with me at rondanelson.com forward slash podcast 100 to enter to win. I'm giving away an iPad. I'm giving away a nice pair of Bose headphones. And if you'd like uh, a three-hour one-on-one coaching call with me. And I am happy to do that. That's for people, practitioners who are really serious and want to get in and get some work done. So we're going to work three hours just on your business. So again, here's how you enter for our 100th podcast giveaway. Woohoo! Rate and leave a review for the podcast on wherever you listen. It could be Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeart, wherever it is, just screenshot it and then go to rondanelson.com forward slash podcast 100 and you can enter there. You have from now today until June the 10th at midnight Pacific time uh, to enter. After that, all entries are cut off and we're going to announce it live on the podcast on Tuesday, June the 14th on our 101st 
podcast. You can also get a few bonus entries. Just share your review on social media. You can tag me, Dr. Rhonda Nelson, D-R, Rhonda Nelson. And you can also follow my page. So at Dr. Rhonda Nelson on either Facebook or Instagram. So there you go. Rate, review, screenshot, enter to win, rondanelson.com forward slash podcast 100. Share it everywhere. We want more people to be able to listen in and get all kinds of great information about how they can grow a super successful and very profitable and a practice that makes you happy in your soul. All right. Talk to you next week. 